0: Well, last night was yet another epic installment in the Nashville Predators Dallas Stars rivalry. The Stars come out on top of this one by a score of four to three. On today's show, we'll be breaking down the entire game, talk about what the Stars did well, talk about what they need to work on, and talk about Jason Robertson and the incredible career that he is continuing to have in the early stages of his time in the NHL. All of this coming up on a Thursday edition of Locked on Stars. Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars, and I'm here to give you the news and the full breakdown of last night's thrilling 4-3 to win for the Stars over their rivals, the Nashville Predators. Like I said, another all-time classic between these two teams. Never a dull moment when the Predators and Stars get together, and this was a big one. Big one for the Stars to come out on top, get their 50th point of the season, continue to stay within reach of that elusive second wildcard spot, despite the Calgary Flames defeating the Vegas Golden Knights. Still a stranglehold on that spot the Flames have. But before we get into breaking down last night's game, do need to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. But without any further hesitation, let's get right down to it, talk about the good from last night's game and this was yet another game this season for the Stars that they needed to find a way to win. That was kind of the general theme amongst everyone that partook in the post-game press conference. Uh, throughout this entire show, you'll hear some clips from Luke Glendinning, John Klingberg, Jason Robertson and of course coach Rick Bonus, but I mean, pretty much all four of those guys kept harping on, you know, this is one of those games, it's a tough, grinded out game that the Stars needed to find a way to win. And Bonus even mentioned at the end of his presser uh, that Friday is going to be the exact same thing, another divisional opponent in the Winnipeg Jets coming into town. It's going to be another one of those games that you got to strap in. And, you know, uh, what what do they say? The Clemson Tigers, Dabo Sweeney, bring your own guts. That's what the Dallas Stars need to do. And that's what they did last night in that performance against the Predators. It was not easy by any means. It's a very difficult, tricky, challenging, adversity-filled game. But the Stars came through. Uh, And I think that you could pretty much sum up this game by Luke Glendanning's goal in the third period. The, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, the game-winning goal, the game-deciding goal. You know, he starts out on his stomach making a defensive stop kind of near the blue line, almost near the neutral zone of the playing field. He, you know, he's on his stomach slapping out the puck with his stick, and then he hops right back up. Michael Roffle gets the puck, and we all know Michael Raffle is such a value to this team, such a valuable player to have in open space like that on the odd man rush. We know that he has a knack for finding his teammates on those kind of weird breakaway kind of goal situations. And this time he and Glenn Denning hook up for a really nice connection. And it's just crazy. You know, Luke Glenn Denning starts out on his stomach and then he hustles down the ice and gets that nice feed from Raffle to put the Stars up 4-3 to three in the third period. And then the Stars were able to maintain a lead which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show but let's hear from luke glendinning himself about how this goal went down and how it felt to come through big for his team in a game that meant so much
2: yeah um i mean started in our own zone um you know and then when we got it out uh You know, Michael made a great play and I just shot it. I think I closed my eyes, so I can't say much more than that, but uh, he made a great play. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, where we've put ourselves, we got to have a a high level of desperation. And, um, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. It probably means I'm out of position, honestly, um, if I'm on my belly, but uh, sometimes that's the way it goes. And, um, you know, it's a a first, uh, you know, it's a good step. Um, and, and we'll keep going from here. Well I'm not surprised I, went, I think I went 28 games without a goal I think that's uh, quite a bad streak there but um, no you know it, you just try to help any way you can um, you know I, I think I've been able to stay positive because I was getting chances um, you know obviously I'd like to see a few go in 28 games or whatever it was without a points a long time to go um, you know but uh, we, we've talked a lot about It doesn't matter how we win, we just need to win. It doesn't matter who's getting points and and who's not. We just have to find ways to win. You know, we found a way tonight, and um, proud of this group, and we'll, we'll keep going from here.
0: Great to hear Luke being positive in this situation. You know, he he mentioned in his post game presser that I think he'd gone by his count twenty eight goals, uh, twenty eight games. Excuse me, without a goal. Uh, don't exactly know if that's correct, but it sounds about right. It certainly has been quite some time since we've seen Glennie find the back of the net. He finally was able to do so last night, and it couldn't have come at a more crucial moment in a game. Uh, The, you know, mid of the third period, a game that's been back and forth between the two teams. And, you know, it's an unexpected hero in that situation. But a guy that, you know, has been playing kind of under the radar this season for the stars. And so very, very happy for Luke Glendinning to have that goal under his belt this season. And maybe that'll get him going a little bit. He's been playing at a bottom six position for the majority of this season, which I think is okay with him. I think he and Michael Raffle kind of knew that was going to be their role on this team. And they, you know, have have seemingly thrived in that position, despite what the box score might say sometimes, because they make those really, really smart, really gritty kind of plays. You know, that Luke Lindenning diving for the puck like that, uh, you know, maybe he gets credited for a takeaway sometimes, but you're not always going to get credited with a stat on those kind of plays. But you have to have guys on your team who are willing to commit to the, the goal, which is to win games and ultimately make the playoffs. And I think that's a, a, a dare I say, a game or a season-altering kind of play right there. That inspires the rest of the team around him to say, "Hey, this is a guy that you know isn't getting all the glory, isn't getting all the attention. Yet he's putting his body on the line for the greater good of the team. He's hustling for the greater good of the team and helping put the team in a position to win hockey games. And so, really, really huge moment from him. Really nice to have Michael Raffle back. It was scary to see him go down a couple weeks ago on that four-game road trip, but now the Stars team in general is back healthy, ready to rock and roll, and getting things started in the big." right way uh the biggest way possible if you will coming out of this all-star break with a big divisional win over the Nashville predators and now looking ahead to the winnipeg jets uh the stars have started out on the right foot and still chasing calgary for that elusive second wild card spot but after a quick break we will continue to talk about last night's win and talk about jason robertson and the effect that a certain veteran on the team is having on his play style Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march to the playoffs and all the way up to the Super Bowl on Sunday. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new, amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline.net where the game starts. Jumping back into today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Your host here, Dane Lewis at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter at LockedOnStars on Twitter. Be sure to give us I'll follow there. We are continuing to break down last night's emphatic win for the Dallas Stars against their rivals, the Nashville Predators. And another big influence on this game was, of course, Jason Robertson. The second-year forward is continuing to have a fantastic year, proving why he was in the Calder Trophy conversation last season. He comes through last night with two big goals, the first two goals of the game for the Dallas Stars. Uh, Really, really good stuff from him last night in front of the net nonetheless a place that you don't typically see jason robertson typically when we see this top line for the dallas stars you see number 16 joe pavelski placed in front of the net ready to deflect pucks uh, because that's what he's been doing his entire career and that's something that the coaches and the rest of the stars media always says he's working on whenever he gets to morning skate or just regular practice he's standing up in front of the net working on his puck work and deflection work in front but we saw jason robertson do that last night and it was huge for the stars and klingberg uh, even said in his post game presser that the first time he shot the puck on net, it was actually a shot uh, that that Robo happened to get a piece of it. But, you know, no harm, no foul. A goal is a goal for the team, and it helps the team be in a position to win. And then the second time he mentioned that he had talked to Joe Pavelski saying, hey, they're giving me this kind of open area at the top of the slot, and so I'm going to shoot it. But he knew Robo was going to be there, and so he was going to put it in a place where it was either going to go on the net on its own or it was going to find its way to Robo to get another deflection. And, Their overall put the puck in the back of the net for the Dallas Stars to get yet another goal. And so really, really good stuff. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty easy question to ask after the game if Joe Pavelski had had any influence on Jason Robertson in terms of what he was doing in front of the net last night. So let's take a listen to what Robo had to say, as well as coach Rick Bonus about. Jason Robertson as a whole, and Joe Pavelski's influence on him, and Rupe Hintz, who also plays on that top line.
2: Yeah, I mean, I watch him all the time during morning skate. He's getting his reps in and uh, I actually don't do a lot of that, but uh, I'm certainly trying to get better at it. And, um, you know, these past couple of months, you know, play a lot more of it in front of the net, in the middle of the ice, on the power play. So I'll uh, just trying to get my stick on the puck and uh, put it in. Joe's been great with them,
0: absolutely. Both of them, before, Rupe and, and and Robo. So. Uh, Pav's a true pro, and he's out there like I tell you every day. He's out there working at his game, and he's pushing those guys. And when I have a problem with Robo, I go to Pav. Pav, we got to push him a little more. So you know, uh, but they have a lot of respect for Pav. He's got a good voice, and he's a great influence on the influence in the whole team. We can move him around like he's a threat. Like you had him in Detroit that old, that late goal. He was in the you know, slot there, so. He's
2: got elite hockey, offensive hockey sense. He does, and elite skills. So um, he,
0: sometimes you just kind of let him go where he thinks he should be, and and you got to trust him with that. And he, yeah, yeah, we put him around the half wall. He's good. Put him in front. Of that he's good. So it's just so great to see Joe Pavelski. Accept this leadership role on this team. You know, a guy that hasn't necessarily been with this franchise for very long, but a guy who has come in realizes the situation that he's in. That he's the oldest member of this team, essentially, and a guy that is looked up to by you know his teammates, by Hints and Jason Robertson, especially. Uh, and you know, it's not just kind of a hey, I'm going to lead by me doing all this, you know, heavy lifting and scoring a ton of goals, getting a ton of assists, racking up points. Filling the stat sheet, he leads by example by teaching the next generation on how to be great like he is. So he's teaching Jason Robertson how to be great in front of the net. He's teaching Rupe Hints how to be smart with the puck, how to handle the puck with his stick, which we saw. You know, Rupe Hints had a good game in his own right last night. A disgusting breakaway goal. Not easy to get one past UC Saros like that. But Rupe made it look very, very simple on a nice breakaway feed from Ryan Suter. A weird bouncing puck but nonetheless incredible to see a guy like joe pavelski just showing the humility that he has to be uh, an all-star this season not letting that go to his head still willing to you know work and teach uh his his younger teammates and and bones even mentioned you know whenever he sees something that needs to be worked on with either jason robertson or rupe hence he sends joe pavelski to go work with them uh, obviously Bones voicing those things to the team himself but I, I think it just means more as a player when you're teammate your friend a guy that's a little bit closer to you an agent who's in the same boat as you at the moment it's just so valuable to have a guy like that come alongside you mentor you take you under their wing and show you the ropes i think that that is proving dividends for robo and rupe and we're going to continue to see that benefit them and the stars team the rest of this season and, and i think for jason and rupe hence it's going to benefit them for the rest of their careers to be you know, in the presence of such a great offensive player uh, who is, you know, in the right space to to mentor and teach these guys how to play the game right. And I think the Stars are going to be a better team this season and long-term for that reason. Today's episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? While And wait, while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money with Rock Auto. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer, and they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto has everything your car could possibly need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, Dane Lewis here at Double underscore Lewis on Twitter, at Locked on Stars on Twitter as well. Be sure to give us a follow there. Going to continue talking about last night's win, but now time to talk about some of the things that the Stars need to work on and improve. If They want to keep the wins coming Friday night against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, it, even though the stars did get a win, this was not a pretty win by any means. A uh, W is a W, two points is two points. But this game was not without its faults on the stars, and especially early in the game, this was a very, very weird game in the early stages. Uh, it felt you know very natural that this was certainly a stars predators matchup and that it was very chippy. Uh, Just a lot of hits. I think 21 combined hits between both teams in the first period alone don't have the exact number on what the final count ended up being, but I'm sure it was double that at least, if not, you know, maybe near the 50 marker, uh, if I were to guess just based on the rivalry that these two teams have, but also 12 combined penalty minutes, a lot of guys getting put in the box. And we talked about on yesterday's show with Ann over at Lockdown Predators that really both these teams needed to avoid the penalty box, and they did a terrible job of that, especially in the first period. And guys like Jamie Benn getting sent to the box, you know, within the first, what, 30 seconds, uh, trying to defend John Klingberg, nonetheless. I mean, thankfully, uh, we had a little bit of four on four hockey in that situation. Uh, John Klingberg taking a hit to the head from Yakov Trenin of the National Predators. It kind of seemed like a little bit of a dirty hit. It seemed like in the replay wasn't as bad as it initially seemed. But I understand uh, Jamie Benn going there to defend his teammate, not out of pocket for Jamie at all but he does get called for the roughing penalty so a weird situation and then dallas gets a four on three with the dante dante Fabro penalty robo scores on the four on three near the end of it uh roman yossi gets called for tripping right after miro gets called for tripping in the middle of their power play so just back and forth a lot of chaos with the penalties the stars certainly need to clean that up and i think that they got lucky uh that Nashville was you know kind of in the same boat of committing just as many penalties as they were and the penalty kill actually looked really really sharp Last night, I, I would argue that that was one of the better penalty-killing games we've seen from the Dallas Stars over this entire season. Uh, there were a few opportunities for Nashville whenever they were on the man advantage, but it, it never really seemed like they could get too much control, and I think the Stars did an excellent job clearing the zone and, and kind of forcing the issue whenever they were down a man. Hopefully, we'll see more of that as time goes on, but I, I think the Stars also did get bailed out a little bit by Nashville also having some of their bigger names like Yossi and uh, Fabro in the box at certain times around the same times as guys like Miro and Jamie were in the box. So certainly something to keep, you know, count of there. But uh, the Preds, you know, eventually do get things going. And that was the other frustrating part of this game. The Preds seem to always get their offense going within seconds of the Stars scoring goals. Uh, this, you know, people say all the time, the most dangerous sequence in hockey is the sequence right after a team scores. Uh, that first kind of defensive shift after you score a goal is one of the most pivotal moments in you know the hockey world. Uh, And you're a little bit susceptible, a little bit vulnerable, riding maybe a little bit too high, thinking that you're okay because you're up a goal or maybe up two goals. Uh, But you got to be on your A game then on defense. And the Stars just weren't doing that, really hurt them, especially at the end of the second period. Uh, They they were up three, two, and then they surrender a goal within the last 15 seconds, I believe, to Nashville. Uh, They challenged the goal. It's unsuccessful. Bonus did say he doesn't regret challenging that play that his guys upstairs were telling him to and that he always trusts those guys' instincts and you know that you're not going to win all the time but that he trusts his coaches up in the box who encouraged him to challenge that play and then of course then they enter the second intermission with about a minute 50 on the penalty kill thankfully again the the penalty kill came through but just a weird position for the stars to be in And overall kind of a weird game a difficult game for the stars and the predators to kind of find their ebbs and flows until the third period when things cleaned out a little bit with penalties and Uh, hits and things like that it seemed to have calmed down and they were playing a little bit more of a competitive more normal hockey game if you will air quotes emphasized there heavily but let's take a listen to what John Klingberg had to say just kind of about the state of this game the chippiness and the you know the intensity of this game between the stars and the Preds
1: some untimely goals for us timely goals for them but uh, I think we showed uh, showed up and in the third period too we talked a lot before the third period so uh, it was great to see uh, Glennie and Raf come through there. So that's huge for us. I mean, it's hockey rivalry. They know that we're going to come out hard. And they had a long shift there as well. So um, I mean, it's 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 rivalry with this team. And it's fun to play. Yeah, I think we, uh, <clears throat> we kept them to the outside. Um, I mean, there's not going to be a perfect game. There is going to be momentum. And uh, I think after that shift, uh, they felt really good about their game and we had to climb back and find ours. And I think at the end of the day, we did a good job keeping them to the outside and uh, limiting the, the high danger shots. So, And obviously, it's a big part of our game, too, to try to block shots and all that. Some nights are going to be more, more penalties called and some not. So uh, you deal with it, I'm trying to... Uh, Do the best you
0: can. Yeah, I think Klingberg hit it right on the head. You know, that's just hockey. That's part of the game. It's, you know, one of the aspects of the game that you have to play. You know, you play the the physical side of the game, and then you also play the mental side of the game. And there's nights that more penalties get called. There's really no perfect games from the players and also from the officials, even though most of the penalties, most of them, I think, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's a penalty. That's a slash. That's a trip. That's a roughing. Whatever you want to call it, that's an elbow. Uh, but still, just kind of frustrating for both these teams, and uh, really hurt the stars. And a lot of times throughout the game, to you know, kind of overcome some of those penalties and overcome some of that adversity, and then you know, not able to hold on to those leads, and you know, letting Nashville call right back into it, letting them hang around just a little bit too long uh i think you know with it being the first game back from the all-star break both these teams ready to go i think there was just a lot of pent-up energy within both teams and so that was you know revealing itself and manifesting itself in the early stages of this game and then as time went on guys started to readjust to life back uh at you know the nhl day-to-day grind of games and that's certainly what it's going to be for the stars here down the stretch uh several games 38 games left over um You know, not not too many more days. Uh, So, you know, I think teams these both these teams finally kind of got into a groove in the third period, and hopefully, we won't see too much more of that, especially against Winnipeg. Uh, That's a team that the Stars definitely do not want to find themselves in the penalty box too much against. Another game that's going to be crucial for them getting back into playoff positioning. Uh, But overall, a really solid win. And and Bonus even said himself one of the one of the better wins for the team this season, and they just got to keep it going. They got to string together wins. A great way to start off this eight game divisional stretch though but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for making locked on stars your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to and follow the locked on stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at whether that's on youtube or your favorite podcasting platform no matter where you listen or how you listen the show is always free and available to you uh, wherever you get your podcast at. Be sure to also follow me on Twitter at Dan double underscore Lewis and the show at locked on stars. Make your second listen of the day. Now the locked on bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs locked on bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to tune into tomorrow's episode as we'll be previewing the matchup between the stars and the Winnipeg jets going down on Friday night at the AAC. Going to be a big one. Going to be a fun show. Lots to talk about there because it's been a minute since we've seen this Jets team and it's always interesting whenever the divisional opponents come into Dallas for a matchup with the Stars. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Thursday.